Hey everyone, welcome back to Run Jump Stomp. Sony is waiting for Microsoft to unveil their price before we'll find out the price of the PS5. Here's the quote from CFO for Sony, Horihito Totoki. Totoki? Totokoi. Totoki? To I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry, dude. Anyway, here's the quote. What is not very clear or visible is because we are competing in the space, so it is very difficult to discuss anything about the price at this point in time. And depending on the price level, we may have to determine the promotion that we are willing to deploy and how much costs we are prepared to pay. He's clearly referring to Microsoft here. And it's very unusual for gaming companies to make a nod to the competition like this. Nintendo flat out refuses to acknowledge anything exists outside of Nintendo, while Microsoft and Sony tend to have rebuttals against each other without mentioning the other by name. For Sony to say in such clear terms that they want to know what the competition is going to do before they price the PS5, it's pretty nuts. So now it's a game of chicken. Who is going to reveal their price first? I wonder if Microsoft just heard this and decided to change their plans based on this quote alone. We may not hear a price for either console at E3, especially since Sony won't be there at all. I know we don't have the specs yet. I know we don't have the release date yet, but what are you willing to pay for next gen? Let me know what you think. Use the hashtag AskRJS on Twitter. You know the back button for the PS4? That that thing's out now. It's kind of hard to find if you shop on Amazon like I do. I'm not sure why Sony decided to put out so few of these things, but if you see them available on Amazon, let me know. Right now, the only option are very expensive third-party sellers on Amazon, and I think it's supposed to be like $25 to $30, and I'm only finding over $50, which I'm not willing to pay. Anyway, you might be wondering, what are you talking about? What's the back buttons for the PS4? Well, what the hell is it? It's this addition that you plug into the bottom of your PS4 controller, and it adds two more buttons on the back of the controller that you can hit with your uh, ring finger and pinky finger. And basically, you can macro these buttons to replicate something that your other buttons might do. For instance, let's say you're playing a shooter and you want to be able to jump without taking your right thumb off the stick to hit X. Map X, actually, I guess we're talking about Sony, so I should call it cross. Map cross to one of the back buttons, and now you're all set. Now you can keep your thumbs on the sticks and aim at somebody's face, all while jumping through the air with all the grace of a gazelle. However, the real question is, why would Sony release this thing now? We have the PS5 coming this holiday season, and the PS4 is very definitively on its way out. So why bring out the peripheral now? Why not bring it out, I don't know, like three years ago? It seems like they're dooming themselves to not selling very many of these things. Unless the reason is because the PS5 controller will have back buttons and Sony is aiming to have a cross-generational approach to the PS5 similar to what Microsoft is doing with the Series X. So the games will come to the PS5, but they'll also come to the PS4. And if they require the new buttons on the back of the PS5 controller, then guess what? Sony has you covered with the back button adapter. If you can be lucky enough to find it. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. 
Blizzard has stepped in it again. They seem to be moving farther and farther away from the company that I have said over and over is one of the best developers in the business. It all started to go downhill after they were purchased by Activision. I was always nervous about that acquisition, but at first it seemed like Activision was being cool and letting Blizzard do their own thing. Of course, that isn't the case. A tiger does not change its stripes, and Activision is Activision. It wasn't an immediate change because small boot, small boots, small boats are agile and they are able to change directions quickly. But when you're talking about a company as huge as Activision and Blizzard, it takes a really long time for giant ships like those to make a turn. Mixed metaphors aside, what they what have they done now that's so onerous? Well, they brought out Warcraft 3 Reforged. People are now complaining that the original cinematics, which at the time were some of the most amazing and eye-popping cutscenes in the industry, they kind of look like hot trash scaled at weird resolutions. I mean, think about it. Warcraft 3 was designed as for a 4x3 screen, and now things are looking all weird, and, and the resolution isn't scaling properly. I guess some animations aren't that good, like when Arthas, uh, the main character, uh, ends up killing uh, another character who I, I won't um, I, I won't spoil for you, but he ends up killing this other character instead of stabbing him in the chest where he does in the original, he stabs him a little bit lower if you get my drift. Anyway, the game just doesn't seem to have that blizzard polish that we're all used to from them. Overall, it sounds like it's not so great, but how horrible could it be? Why is there so much hate out there? Well, it stems from the the fact that some people who didn't even buy the updated version have had to download a huge patch and have had server problems when trying to play the original game. All right, I guess it's time to cue the pitchfork and torches, right? Well, if you look at Metacritic, you'll see that that's exactly what's happening. The review bombs are landing and Warcraft 3 Reforged now officially, as of me recording this, has the lowest user score of all time. I've spoken about review bombing before, and if you don't like a game or the game isn't fun, then feel free to give it the review that you believe it deserves. That's fine with me. But review bombing a game that is probably actually pretty fun for a few minor infractions just to make a point, I feel like that's lame. I'm sure that Warcraft 3 Reforge is kind of a mess, but 0.5 on Metacritic? There's no way it's that bad. The original was one of the greatest um, real-time strategy games of all time. I loved that game. It was amazing. It had a great story. And yeah, like I said before, the cinematics were amazing, but what a wonderful game. I don't think it's worth a 0.5 on Metacritic. That just seems odd to me. What do you guys think? Anyway, that's Run Jump Stomp for this episode. Let me know what you think. Use that hashtag AskRJS on Twitter. See you soon.